Hey, welcome to another edition of The Sales Life. And today's episode was recorded on uh, LinkedIn. I did a live podcast. It's for my salespeople out there. And how do you handle situations? The other day, I was uh, walking by some salespeople and they said, man, you know, I busted my ass on a deal. I didn't make a deal. And I think we've said that scenario many, many times. I know I have countless times. And it can it can get disheartening. It can make you very rigid. It can get you um, very cynical and dark in this business where you end up out of the business. So if you've ever uttered the words, I busted my ass on that deal, um, and you didn't know what to think after that, how to process it, this episode's for you. Because there are some benefits that you can get out of this deal. Even though it didn't result in a sale, it's not cashable immediately, but it's going to pay you some long-term dividends. And so it's learning to flip and power through the critical moment of the criticism of when you gave your all and you got nothing out of it. You got a lot out of it. And I'm going to break it down for you and show you how to strain the very essence, the best things, even though it resulted in a goose egg. But it's only a goose egg for right now. You apply it in the right way. You apply these principles that I'm about to teach you. It's going to pay off in massive ways. So let's rock out with today's episode. Be sure, man, if this one uh, resonates with you, share it with someone else to help keep them in the sales profession. It's the best profession in the world. And guess what? Not everybody can do what you do. So if you're in the sales profession, man, you are in rarefied air, my friend. Stay with it. Never settle. Let's rock out. Today on the Sales Life Podcast, how do you get a payoff even when it didn't result in a sale? Because nothing is wasted. No experience, no encounter is wasted. But sometimes, man, we don't see these things because we're just focused on what we gave versus truly stepping back and determining what we gained from all of this. All right, welcome to another edition of The Sales Life. I'm your host, Marsh Vice. This is really geared for those salespeople out there. And many of the episodes that I do um, are for the sales life because I say selling is a life skill. But there's also the sales profession. And the sales profession sometimes, man, can get really, really gnarly. It can get really, really dark for you. And so quickly, man, I want to address some all too familiar scenarios that we have. And that's when you've given your all onto a deal and you, you, you poured every resource that you possibly had, all the good vibes, you dumped it all into this, this, this deal and you ended up not making a sale. Those are tough, aren't they? And the only thing we can do is we just shrug our shoulders and we say, man, I busted my ass on that deal. What do you do from there? And so quickly, man, I want to help you push through those things and get a payoff, even though it doesn't result in this deal. It may not have this result, this outcome that you wanted, but it does pay massive benefits because we've all been in those situations before where you were scheduled to get off early that day, yet you end up staying to work late with that customer and you work and you grind and you go all the way to the 11th hour only to only to find that the customer can't buy 
or it ends up in no deal. And you go home and your family's already asleep. Y'all were supposed to have movie night. And all you can do, man, is just climb into bed. It's a bad feeling in it to know that you stay late, you come home, and they say, how'd you do? I came home with nothing. There's a payoff to that, and I'm going to help you with this. Or I can get really, really hurtful to come in on your day off because you had a good feeling about this customer. You showed up, and they didn't. And you wait around, and you call, and you text, and you send an email. You go back through your old text messages to make sure you didn't miss something. Only hours later, while you're still there, on your day off, the customer says, hey, thanks for everything we bought somewhere else. Busted my ass on that deal. Or what about the times that you've broken protocol? And you set up these multiple meetings. You traveled for these multiple meetings, even though your manager was saying, "Uh, you better rethink this. But no, I have a good feeling about this one. So much so, the vibes are so good, in fact, that you could hang out with many of these people making the decision. Only to have a smaller company swoop in and make your client their customer. For those that are not in the sales profession, I cannot begin to even describe what it feels like to know that you've poured every fiber of your soul into a deal and you end up not making a sale. The only thing we can say out of frustration is I busted my ass on that deal. I gave everything I had on that deal. And if you're not careful and you don't step back across that line that you just crossed, it can get very dark for you and you can get cynical and hardened And you'll end up burned out of the business. So I, I want to help you push through this scenario. And how do you get a payoff even when it didn't result in a sale? Because nothing is wasted. No experience, no encounter is wasted. But sometimes, man, we don't see these things. Because we're just focused on what we just gave. Versus truly stepping back in determining what we gained from all of this. So the first thing I want you to do, when you don't make a sale, don't make it a press conference. Don't relive the scenario, the story over and over again. You're not going to get anywhere. Nothing productive is going to come out of that. The second thing I want you to do is I want you to treat it much like an athlete does. Make it a game film. Peter C. Brown, in his book, Make It Stick, said there's three different kinds of intelligences. There's the analytical intelligence, there's creative intelligence, and then there's practical intelligence. So in this scenario, when you make it a game film, much like you do an athlete, 
The first thing is, is you've got to have that analytical intelligence. You need all three of these. Some are going to be a little bit heavier than in others in different scenarios. The analytical intelligence is where you apply the problem solving. You're learning to connect the dot. Where was the disconnect? Where did I miss it? Right here. It's the analysis of it all. That's the analytical intelligence. Then you got to have the creative intelligence. And the creative intelligence, I love this one, out of all three of them, analytical, creative, and practical. Creative is my my favorite, and probably because it's one of the 10 C's in your sales life, 10 core skills that you need to be effective in not only the sales profession, but also selling your way through life. Creativity is one of the, one of the biggest ones. And the creative intelligence is where you have the ability to use what you already know, to use your experience and apply this to unfamiliar situations. So meaning that maybe I haven't been in this situation before, but I've got enough experience. I've got enough know-how that I'm RFA. I'm ready for anything. I figure it out. I don't run for the hills. I apply that creative intelligence to that scenario moving forward and amplify my sales game. And the last one is that practical intelligence. This is where you have the street smarts. So using the analytical intelligence, using the, the, the creative intelligence and applying it to the practical intelligence, moving it forward. This is when you can step into different scenarios. You spot it, even though it may not be the exact situation, but it's very, very close to what you've experienced before. And because that last deal didn't result in a sale, but I applied the analytical, the creative, and now the practical intelligence, I got something out of those things. I strained the, the very essence, the best things, the resources out of those scenarios. I didn't just get big lipped out of the rejection because I look at those things. Then I can spot a scenario and apply that practical intelligence. Because one thing that you have to understand when you sit there and say, I busted my ass on that deal, it's nothing productive. That gets you in that victim speech. You're waiting for someone to rub you on the back. And the people that are rubbing you on the back are the very ones that are saying, I'm glad it was you and not me. I'm glad you stayed late. I'm glad you came in on your day off. I'm glad you decided to grab that customer and I didn't. Those are the ones that are saying, man, I sure hate that. Glad it wasn't me. So saying all that, isn't going to get you anywhere. So what I want you to do is I want you to flip it. Instead of saying, I busted my ass on that deal, say it. But then I want you to flip it and say, I busted my ass to earn that experience. Because you got massive experience, but you won't see it as experience. You won't see it as practical, analytical, uh, and creative intelligence. You won't gain anything out of that if you don't sit there and see it for what it is. If you only see it as a goose egg, didn't make the sale. Uh. But if you look at it in a different way, you're going to get tremendous payoff, massive benefits out of these things. Like I said, from the beginning, nothing is wasted. So out of every customer that you've had, dude, you've probably got 15 different experiences. All right, let me break it down to you. I want you to think in threes. Threes, analytical, creative, um, and practical. Think in threes with every scenario with a customer. So that one customer, the phone calls, every phone call that you make, you probably have three different experiences. 
out of that one phone call. Maybe you you didn't handle the rejection on the phone right. Maybe they asked you something and you didn't handle it right. These are all experiences that you have the ability in your sales profession to reconnect. So that one phone call, three different experiences, minimum three. I'm working in minimums here. That meeting that you have with the customer, three different experiences. Maybe you didn't adjust when you saw that body language. Maybe they said something, but their body said something different, yet you missed it. Maybe you said too much. Maybe you said too little. What are the experiences that you can gain from that meeting? The follow-up. If you follow up, you better be following up. You want the unfair advantage in sales follow-up. Do the thing that you fear most, which is follow-up. You do that one thing. You're not going to die. I've never seen a salesperson in my 23 years drop dead during the follow-up call. They're not. But in that follow-up, a few different experiences from that. So when you followed up with that customer, maybe it was a certain medium that worked, that didn't work. Maybe along the way, you picked up another medium, a follow-up, of bringing value. And now you apply that to your sales life. And then negotiation. Oh, negotiations. It's not just three. I think it's probably double that. Every negotiation that you have with that one customer, I'd say at a minimum, probably double it. Probably nine or ten different scenarios experiences that you can gain through that negotiation because there is no i've never ended up in a negotiation where i ended up with an a plus maybe a c and an a plus doesn't mean i make the sale because there were things i just didn't handle right but if you're blind to it all if you're not even addressing those things if you're not even looking at them and breaking them down even though it resulted in a sale and that's what happens Salespeople just turn around well it made the deal that's that's uh, That's a benefit, but it's not the end-all, be-all, even though it resulted in a sale. Can you treat a sale as a no-sale and get the experience out of that? That's a big question. Can you treat a no-sale as a sale? So I say, when you're losing, find the wins. When you're winning, find the losses. And it'll help balance everything out. But if you, if you apply, out of all those scenarios, that is 15 different scenarios I just told you, 15 different experiences out of that one customer. If you'll take that and you'll apply those three different intelligences, the analytical, the creative, the practical, and you'll stop having these press conferences, these big lip moments. If you'll apply those three things and reinvest those three things, then as you move forward, you're going to be so much more mentally tough, so much more equipped and ready in your sales game compared to the other salespeople that the other salespeople aren't doing this. 1% of salespeople are going to do this. You want the unfair advantage? Listen to this over and over and over again. And apply it. Analytical, creative, practical intelligence. If I put that into my sales game, even though it didn't result in a sale, what are my benefits? Get the benefits out of it. Get the payoff out of it. It's going to keep you the three F's. Fluid. It's going to keep you flexible because you're not going to get all rigid. And it's going to keep you financially 
in the game. Because the reason why I have the Sales Life podcast serves two purposes. The Sales Life podcast, check it out if you haven't listened to it. The Sales Life applies for those in the sales profession. Because many times through the rejection, we think we've lost our touch. We think that we're the only ones going through what we're going through. So I bring these messages to you because I want you to know the thing that you're going through, I'm going through. I've gone through. I'll continue to go through. So it's to let you know that you're not alone, that you haven't lost your touch, and that you need to stay in the best profession there ever is. And number two, the sales life exists for those that are not in the sales profession because not everybody's going to be in the sales profession. But you can still take the skills from the profession. Take my 23 years of everything I've learned. The communication, connection, curiosity, creativity, consistency, continuous learning, being coachable, handling the criticism, being courageous, and applying learning productive confrontation. You apply those 10 C's. You can take those skills that I've learned in the sales profession and you can apply those to selling your way through life because everything we do, everything you've accomplished is due to selling. Everything that you have not accomplished is also (laughs) due to selling a lack of selling because we're all selling our way to, through, and from something in life. So apply these intelligences, get a payoff, even when you don't get a sale. All right. Remember the greatest sale that you will ever make is to sell you on you because you're more than enough. Stay amazing. Never settle. Keep selling your way through life, no matter what.